I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been hoping so that you drop in. Nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. So really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't or hurry. maybe just half a drink more. I'll put some records while I pour. Neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight now. Spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks well, swell. thank you, I ought to say no, Mind no, if I move sir. in closer? At least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense in hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold outside. Welcome. Welcome to Dylan, Dylan and Dutch, Dutch Metal Detecting special Christmas episode. Hey, happy holidays. Happy holidays and Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dylan. Could not agree more. It's, uh, it's remind, a wonderful time of year. That reminds me of the, the time Columbia House contracted us to do a bunch of Christmas cover songs with Andy Griffith. That was fantastic. Great time. Do you still have the whole collection? No, I burned it. Yeah. I got really bad reviews and we're actually not, really terrible at singing. Yeah. Not like burning a CD. No. No, no. The other no. kind of burning. Yeah. Where you burn it. No, it, cassette tapes, they burn like, I mean, they just go up in smoke. Yeah. A lot of things going on to discuss today on our Christmas episode. Yeah. Special episode. Did we have one last year? We must have. I know we talked about your favorite toys. <clears throat> yeah. We're not going to get into it today, though. No. If you want to know about it, go back and listen to us. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, trip coming up. Yeah, we got a Getting trip coming up really right after the new year. That. January 5th through the 8th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going it's up going to, to be the property. Freezing. Mm. And we're camping out. Yeah. It's probably going to be... 30s. It'll be 30s. Oh, easily, yeah. No, there will be frost in the mornings. Yeah, it'll be frost on the 10th. Yeah. It might even snow. Which would be... Which really? would be awesome. I mean, yeah. I'm going to be in like 10 layers. Yeah. i would be like that kid from Christmas Story. Can't keep my arms down. <clears throat> I really want to, though, if it does snow. Yeah? Yeah? Go hiking. Oh, yeah. In just our boots. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I think that would just be kind of... You know like yeah. you know how they do like the polar bear swim? Sure. Yeah, like that. Can we do that at night? That'd be even better. But with scotch. That would keep yeah. us warm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Can I wear my tool belt? Absolutely. Just so I could have the machete. Goes without saying. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um... That's all you really need. Everything else is just entertainment. Being that this is our favorite episode, this is my favorite episode of the year to do. <coughs> Christmas episode. Um, let's talk about favorites. Mm. We were talking about favorite Christmas movies. We Ooh. came with a list of a few that some of our listeners would really agree with. Some mm -hmm. of you won't, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. You could be wrong, but I know we're right. You came up with... Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic Park, yeah. yeah. Great classic, movie. Classic, classic Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. I watch it almost every Christmas. Yeah. It just brings out the joy of Christmas and the holiday spirit. And the message, too. Watching the true message. Watching the T-Rex brutally murder that lawyer 
it exudes a type of joy in my heart mm. that I'm glowing. Yeah, I love it. Also, 2001 A Space Odyssey. That's a good one. I've never seen it, but I wanted to put it down to remind me that I haven't <laughs> seen it because I'll eventually watch it. I mean, I have it on a list to see. Yeah. Have you ever somewhere. seen Blade Runner? Which one is that? Neither have I. Yeah. That's the one with uh, the guy, that uh, Harrison Ford. <clears throat> mm. He plays the... In the movie... Wait he, a minute. He plays He's a, a detective? Lo- no, he plays a lawyer that was shot in the head, and then he um, everything changed, and then he started loving his family more. <clears throat> That's, That's not Blade Runner. Are you sure? Yeah. Pretty sure it's Blade... Well, what is it? Is that Blade Runner? I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it. No, I think it's Patriot Games. Oh, okay. Um, I've never seen Blade Runner. There's a lot of, a lot of sci-fi movies I haven't seen. <coughs> I'll now, just take your word for it. Another great uh, Christmas movie is Yukon uh, Saves Christmas. Yukon Saves Christmas. The original name. It was the original name of, uh, obviously, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Before it was actually aired on television, they changed it. They changed quite a few things about yeah. it. Because it was very, very controversial. Well, they were, uh, you don't like a factual story. Mm. And so they had to punch it up by putting a, a red light on a, on a reindeer's nose. You'll notice it has a very, like, civil rights kind of feel to it. Sure. Yeah. I didn't really appreciate that. Yeah. Because if you read all the books and understood your history, Yukon Cornelius, he really did save Christmas. And Rudolph did exist... But he was uh, an abstract character that did yeah. almost nothing. Yeah, yeah. To further the. Yeah. We, you know, what? we didn't write this down to talk about. We just saw Star Wars. We did. What'd you think of it? Loved it. Can you believe? Can't wait to see it again. Can you believe? Darth Vader, is Luke Skywalker's father. Did that blow your mind? I'm still oh. trying to process that. I really am because I mean. They just throw it on you. I think it's And they leave you hanging. And then it's like, how long am I going to have to wait until the next one? I don't know. Three or four years. (sighs) Great theater. Fantastic theater. Best theater I've ever been to. Is it really? Oh, yeah. What did you have? Did you have anything to drink? I had, um, yeah, Faction. uh, It was a seasonal IPA. I had two of them. I had a double of their house scotch. And I drank it every time... My mind was blown. Yeah. And I you downed that thing within the first act. Say, so you must have had to get a lot of refills. I was really excited to see Han and Leia kiss. Oh, you were waiting for that for so long. Who wasn't? Jeez. They're perfect for each other. I have a strange feeling that her and Luke should never end up together. That's yeah. just me. That's just yeah. Me. No, there's just something... There's a weird vibe. <clears throat> there's just no chemistry there. None. Yeah. Plus, Luke is an ugly male. And Leia is a mediocre female. Yeah. They're unequally yoked. <laughs> and he's got that scar now. Right. You know? Ugly. Yeah. So that's uh, favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, that's about it. You know what didn't make our Christmas movie list? Because, okay. I mean, it just... It doesn't even belong on a list. It's in its own realm. Yes. Die Hard. Die Hard is absolutely... When I think of Die Hard, I hear, like... The cold wind blowing mm. over the uh, a mountaintop, and I I feel inner peace. The second best Christmas gift I ever got, oh, was the Die Hard trilogy. Really? My brother gave it to me on VHS one Christmas. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I've never seen, I've never seen episode the the third one, 
Mm. Was that the one with Samuel L. Jackson? Because I it have was, seen yeah, that one. In okay, New York I've seen that. That's a good one. Yeah, or, I, like I don't it. remember where it was. I saw the fourth one with the wife. We went on a date night. It's the one where his son is in the CIA. Oh, yeah. I yeah. hated that one very much. Yeah. And I hated the one where he's at the airport. That's too hard, too. Yeah. It just didn't... It didn't make any sense to me. Did you like any of those? I liked, uh... I liked two and three. I did. Yeah? Did you like one? Yeah. Is that a trick question? No. Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. I love that movie. And it has my favorite... I saw the greatest tattoo in the world. I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but have you ever seen the Die Hard tattoo? The, the yeah. guy at the end of Die Hard. If you haven't seen it, I don't care if I'm spoiling it for you. It came out in '87. At the end of Die Hard, um, John McClane, played by Bruce Willis, is has the gun on him by Hans Gruber, played brilliantly by the guy. What's his name? Just just died this year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, Alan. Rick, Rickman. Rickman. Alan Rickman. Rickman. And uh, he starts laughing, but we don't realize that he taped a gun to his back. The greatest tattoo I ever saw was a guy that had that same exact tattoo of a gun, quote-unquote, taped to his back with the season's greeting tape. It's the best tattoo, and my wife won't let me get it. She'll let me get it. Let me just correct everyone. She'll let me get a tattoo. But then she'll take something away, which I don't want. We should go. We shouldn't go further into that rabbit hole. Um, favorite Christmas traditions, Dutch. Uh, my favorite Christmas tradition, uh, most recently, is uh, having steak and stolen at midnight with my wife's family. That's great. That's, what that's it now? Really explain fun. what kind of cut of steak is it? Uh, usually, well, you know there is no usual actually. Now that I think about it, I think last time we had New York strip. Oh, which I love. It's my favorite cut. Um. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it changes, just really depends. Yeah. I don't buy it. Then that's your favorite meat. Yeah. You didn't buy it. And what's stolen? You told me, but I want our yeah, listeners like to know a, about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a sweet bread. It has uh, fruit in it. Well, actually, this one has raisins in it, and it's like frosted. Ooh, okay. Kind of a sweet bread. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's what, delicious. What um, ethnicity is it more popular in? Like what? Uh, never really... More like Northern European. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My grandma used to make uh, a Swedish sweetbread around Christmas with, like, candied fruits Ooh. in it called uh, Yule Kaka. Yule for Christmas and Kaka for cake. Ah. Christmas cake. That sounds... When you said it, my mouth watered. It sounded like perfect, a perfect name for something to eat. Yeah. And the aroma that just entered my nose pavlovianly came to, like, a candied fruit and... Uh, I, it makes me angry that I don't have it in front of me to eat. Yeah, it's the effect it has. I would wipe my hands after I touched it. Because um, I'm sure it's very sticky with a fragrance. Um, for me, Christmas traditions for the last so many years, I have four kids, ages six, five, three, and one. For the last at least eight years, I watch Die Hard in the morning after we open our presents. I sit the kids down and say, listen, this is what your average police officer can do. Terrorists take over a Nakatomi uh, Plaza. Just a regular police mm-hmm. sergeant can kill them all. Yeah. That's why you should always feel safe around the police. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a movie about a regular Joe, nobody, going through a divorce who just kills a bunch of terrorists. Yep. It's the most patriotic Christmas movie in the world. Yeah. 
I would show it at Sunday school if they'd let me. If I wasn't, if there wasn't the restraining order from the, well. And in the evening we watched Some Wonderful Life, and during the day I forget what we do because I am hammered. Any other Christmas traditions we didn't talk about beforehand? Uh, no. No, we have linguisa too. Really? Yeah, a lot of food. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh, that sounds great. Yeah, my from my mom's side, she's Portuguese. With yeah. Linguisa. Like, is linguisa? I think that's a very popular dish in uh, Portuguese oh, culture. Oh, it's it's so delicious. Yeah, simmers it in like wine, red wine. It's good. Sounds good. I'm thinking like por- simmering Portuguese, uh, or simmering um, linguisa, in red wine with yulacaca, mm. brings out a visual that I could hardly grasp. Mm. And uh, now I'm starving. I brought over pizza. Yeah. And now I want that. Yeah. That's great. Uh, other Christmas traditions. Uh, Christmas Eve, we used to go to my wife's grandmother's house, but she passed away this year, so it was really sad. So the family's like rethinking some Christmas traditions. Mm. We are too. We used to celebrate Festivus on December twenty third, but things are so busy now. We have to wrap gifts for our children, and there's about a hundred gifts per child this year. So I'm actually bringing my paralegal in to wrap. When I told him that I'm would not give him a good recommendation unless he wrapped well. That was a conversation I had with a grown man today. Wrap these gifts, or I tell the state bar that you're not to be trusted. So it worked out well. He listened to me, and he, he's still grappling right now. It's like 10 at night. Being that it is our 2016 Christmas episode, mm-hmm. you know as well as I do, we need to talk about our Christmas adventure. We have the many. Christmas adventure. The Christmas, not, we're not talking about Yukon Cornelius, mm-hmm. the running theme and all that, but we'll eventually get to it. But the Christmas adventure I'm talking about is the Krampus. This is one that everybody always wants to hear. Everyone's always saying. Yeah. Every time we go to a holiday party, uh, one of the things we do to make money <clears throat> is corporate, uh, people in corporate America will call us and hire us out to go to holiday parties to liven them up get the drinking started, the dancing, and all that stuff. And everyone always wants to know about our story about the Krampus. Tell us about the Krampus. Did you really fight him? What did he smell like? What was his sign? Was he single? Um, all that stuff. Uh, what was his fighting technique? Obviously it was Krav Maga, but people still want it confirmed. Hey Dylan, do you mind? I'm going to pour myself a beer here. Absolutely. What are you, what are you drinking? Let's talk uh, about it. This is a Drake's uh, seasonal. It's their Jolly Roger. They come out really? with a new one every year. Can I have just a little bit? Absolutely. Like, like two-thirds of what you just poured yourself? It's called Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger. It's different every year. Uh, this year it's a uh, Belgian quadruple style. Okay. What's the quadruple mean? That's plenty. I believe they use four times as much grain... As uh, they normally would need. Oh, the mash. Cheers. Cheers. To the Krampus. To the Krampus. You want to talk about the Krampus a little bit for our listeners? Those that don't know about him? Yeah. Well, um, it... I'll go ahead and talk about him a little bit, even though you're the one who wrote the uh, research paper. Well, it turned into a book, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. That was for your third doctorate? Yeah. Third PhD, yeah. Uh, but the Krampus, it's uh, more of a European tradition. 
it's a f figure that comes around on uh, Christmas, kind of like a, not a sidekick to Santa, but kind no. of a, the opposite of Santa. His yin to his yang. Yeah. So way. the Krampus will actually punish children yeah. for their bad That's deeds. The legend is yeah. children who misbehave, parents will pray to the Krampus and pray that the children are punished. Usually these are weak parents that don't know how to control their children. Mm -hmm. Not unlike us. We know how to control our children. Yeah. Beat them mercilessly. Keep them in line. Constantly berating them. Yeah. Tearing them down. Telling them they're not good enough. You'll they need never, another place. You'll never be as good as your other sibling. And just choose a sibling at random. Or it, make up a sibling's name. It or motivates them, them to greatness. Or you call them by the wrong name. And they'll be like, oh, that's not my name. Like, I don't care. You're whoever I say you are. You're in my house. These are my rules. Go outside, look at the address. It's got my name on it, not yours. You're in my house. This is my world. So the Krampus is often uh, visualized as a half-goat, half-demon kind of figure. Um, so, I mean, pretty scary, kind of. For children, yes, for us, yeah. it's a Tuesday. So I was giving a lecture at Brown University on mythical creatures, and my, my research paper that you helped out on uh, was about um, was about how uh, we tracked down the Balrog mm -hmm. and fought it. Yeah. It was how to track and uh, uh, combat, combat mythical, mythical creatures. The whole, the title of, the, of my dissertation was Studies on Tracking Down and fighting and killing, using an Oxford comma, a Balrog-type creature in the caves of Nicaragua. I went with you on this lecture series. Right. And I loved it. I can't, uh, we have to pause and talk about it. Yeah. You had this great idea. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your idea about your paint dancing? Yeah. So while uh, Dylan was lecturing, I was doing interpretive painting uh, during his lecture. Too. Interpretive paint dancing, though. Well, when I paint, you know, I get into it. Sure and you do. Some people call it dancing. I would too. Um, but yeah, so I would. I was creating visuals for what he was speaking on. I need to explain. Dutch, dressed in a full leotard, neon green. You got a beret. Mm -hmm. Full beard. I mean, if you don't look like Bob Ross. One of the greatest painters of our time. I don't know what. Uh, but you have this wonderful um, dark red uh, beret. Almost raspberry colored. Mm -hmm. And you would just paint this canvas. Huge can. The canvas was about 10 feet tall by about 5 feet wide. Mm -hmm. that, would that make Oh, yeah. It was big. Each time I would talk, you would just... Just do something to the canvas very dramatically. Oh, yeah. It was a stroke for almost every word. You would go down to the splits and you would just arch your back. And it was... People were in awe. Like, shock and awe. During these lectures, I also had the, an instrumental soundtrack of Back to the Future playing. Yeah. Just for ambiance. You know, Bob Ross actually taught an advanced figure drawing class. At a college I went to. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interestingly, at a totally separate college, he also taught an economics class. No, that makes sense. Because he was a drill instructor. Yeah. Huh. In the, I think in the Marines. So. 
we talking about? Oh, yeah. So we're giving this lecture. Ah. Uh, you're dancing. Yeah. There's a... You're, you're dancing your heart. I mean, you never, oh, yeah. you never dial it in. Before each lecture, we would huddle up. <coughs> we would get all of our differences aside. We never really fought at all. We were like, you know what? We're doing it for these people. We're, uh, we're here to give information. And uh, your paint dancing wasn't really about entertainment. It was about exploring the space. Yeah. I mean, you really explored it. I and did. you got, I mean, you're a married man, but you got a lot of numbers after that. But you always have to say, no, married, can't do that. A lot yeah. of uh, hotel keys, key cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a wild time. <clears throat> it was. I usually went to those hotel rooms and just ordered room service. Yeah. And then brought it back to my room. How else would we eat? No one was paying us for it. Yeah. <laughs> While so, there, yeah. we're approached. I mean, after the standing ovation. After the second one. Yeah, and the two encores. Yeah. Um, there were these... uh these bouquets thrown at us. These guys. You had, to, you had to end up dodging them. I did, People yeah. would throw them hard. Yeah. But we collected them and... And we just threw them away. You were saying a couple guys approached there, us. There was a couple guys, yeah, that yeah. I had noticed earlier on, uh, kind of standing out from the crowd. Really? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> we profiled them. Yeah. We have that experience. We won't go into it. Yeah, and when we finally shut down the kissing booth, they came in, and they came up to us, and they approached us, and uh, I thought they wanted to kiss, too. I thought they were just customers, but they, right. they wanted to talk. Yeah. We still kissed them. Well. They paid us the money. They did, yeah. It was awkward though, because I don't like kissing men. Yeah. It was it was a peck on the cheek, and one guy, one of the guys held it a little too long. I was like, eh. See, I kissed my guy on the forehead. Oh really? Yeah. That's what you've been doing. Like a blessing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it I goes was, over really well. That's weird. I was kissing everyone <laughs> on the lips. Huh. And for the most part, most of the people that were in my line were women. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, for the most part. I only I hardly threw up at all during the whole. It was only two hours long. Well, it's rude to ask. They paid a lot of money. Yeah. People are paying for the entertainment. So they approach us. Yes. After we got the awkwardness out of the way, they sat us down. And they uh... very showmanship like too. They sit us down. They have this accent. They're from Croatia. Which is where we were at the time. Did we say that's where no, we were? No, we were at Brown University. Oh. We were giving a lecture, and, uh... Oh, yeah, we hadn't gotten there This is there the yet. one where we weren't there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, uh... I speak Croatian. And so I We started had speaking. gone there, but now we were at Brown. That's right. right. That's how they heard about yeah. us. Yeah. And, of course, they listen to our podcast, yeah. too. So they're talking to us. They give us two huge binders. Just plop them down. Plop! Right in front of us. And we're like, what is this? Like, Just look at it. So we opened them up. We each had one. They weren't identical binders. They were two binders. Yeah. Full of separate information. We opened them up. Nothing but Polaroids. I mean, probably a thousand Polaroids. Yeah. All of children. Binders full of children. Binders full of children. And uh, I said, well, listen, we're not into this. This is, all, this is illegal, and I want to report you to the CIA, the FBI. Like, no, 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 no. Interpol. No. Interpol? I, no, yeah. that's not, no. These children are missing. We're like, whoa, that's terrible. What does this have anything to do with us? 
And so? So they were seeking our help. Yeah. They wanted our help. They had a suspicion that these children were missing yeah. due to this Krampus. The actual Krampus. Creature. Yeah. Um, they read our paper. They read the they book. Had. They had. And the, uh, they firmly believed that the Krampus was behind these disappearances of all of these children. Yeah. Did we they, take the case immediately? No. They, they did their background on us. Deep background. They actually explored the cave where we fought the Balrog. They found some of those um, albino scorpions. Mm -hmm. They went to uh, the Smithsonian. They tried to try on the albino scorpion uh, shield oh, and yeah. armor we made, but they wouldn't let them. They, they said you can only touch it just once, mm -hmm. and then they were kicked out. And uh, the meteorite sword, they looked up, they saw it in the book. They had a lot of questions about it. And we had to explain to them that you, can't, you don't fight the Krampus with a meteorite sword. It's the dumbest thing in the world. It'd be all wrong. Yeah. So, basically what they wanted from us is they wanted us to track the Krampus down and kill him. Mm -hmm. And get all the children released so they could get back to their families. But you had some issues with that. I immediately had some, yeah, some misgivings, I guess. Um, which will, I think, be, uh, backed up later in the story. I didn't like the idea. I didn't like the idea of just going out and killing this creature. Um, I, I don't like to kill anything. We're not unless, assassins. Uh, unless I can have a conversation with it first. I'm, I'm not an assassin. You yeah. don't hire me to kill something. That's, that's immoral. It reminds me of that time we ran over that transient and threw him in that unmarked grave yeah it reminded me that it's just not it's not moral to be hired to kill something yeah if it's an accident and you don't want to get caught that's one thing but i'm not a hitman no Dutch. so we we agreed to take the case to go find the kids and just find out what we could get any information that we could possibly get on this Krampus and where the location of the children. We said we will we'll track the Krampus mm -hmm. and confront him or her because mm -hmm. we don't know the gen we don't know might not even have a gender. And that's fine. In this day and age, maybe he's or she's confused. I don't know, but I don't want the Krampus using the children's restroom. We could at least agree on that. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So we uh, push me so far with social issues, but <laughs> do not force me to have the Krampus use the children's restroom. It's it's illogical. I don't remember. Did we take off immediately? No, you told them that I think before we did this, we have a list of weapons we're gonna need. Oh yeah, they blew our minds. Dutch, how they blew our minds? <laughs> I've been talking the whole time. They presented them to us. Uh, the first thing on my list, there is a revered magical staff yeah. that exists in Finland. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah? Made of... Uh, we tried tracking it down that one time, yeah. remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In one, mm -hmm. of, our, uh, one of our quests. Yeah. Um, Finland's great. It, it is. Fantastic country. Famous for trolls. Yeah. Yeah. That was a side quest 
on the quest to find the staff that mm-hmm. we uh, we discovered a lot of trolls there. Yeah, and we didn't kill any of them because that's not our place. No. Plus, we didn't have a hunting license for trolls. No, no, a no. Lot no. Of, uh, I mean, that's considered poaching. Tape. Yeah, I'm not going to poach. No. Um, but it's made from the oldest tree in Finland. Yeah. This magical staff. Uh, this branch broke off during a lightning storm. Mm-hmm. And, uh... In the... You know, I mean, this is like 300 B.C. Oh, yeah. No, this was a long time ago. Thousands of years old. Um, but it had been passed down in this, uh, animistic tribe. Like a warrior tribe. Yeah, warrior a tribe. A holy war- warrior tribe. Um... Who could, like, yeah. And, uh, I said, bring me the Staff of Lightning. And they they had it right they, there. They had it in a chest. They said, already done. Two big guys walked in, opened up a chest. They had done their homework. Yeah. They, oh, That absolutely. was impressive. After they showed us that, I was like, okay, I'm interested. Like, before I was, like, on the fence. Yeah. But after they showed you the staff, I was like, this is great. What do you have for me? For me, this is really exciting. They got me a set of Cutco steak knives. Yeah. I mean. Those things are expensive. Yes, they are. Plus, they got me the extended warranty. And I said, listen, if I'm going to do this, I want to keep the equipment after it's done. Mm. And they said, well, I guess you have no more excuses. So we took the, the case. We did. The other thing they got us was dog whistles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, maybe that's like a Czech thing? I don't know. Croatian. Yeah. Same thing, I guess. I don't know. I I mean, really, a lot of those countries just kind of, like, blend together for me. They kind of do. Even for me, and I'm a Croatian. Yeah. One of the things I liked about these guys was they they brought their children's coloring book. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about the coloring book? Yeah, we uh, were still developing. Still. It'll probably always be in development. We're always going to think of new ways, to yeah. new pages to add. But a, uh, a children's coloring book of some of the adventures that we go on. Uh, some of the scenes are fighting a giant squid. Uh, Dylan and Dutch fight a Balrog. Fighting a Balrog. Dylan and Dutch file joint tax return. Fold laundry. Dylan and Dutch do a bar fight. <clears throat> and a bar fight. And a bar fight. And do a one? bar fight. There's a whole. There's actually a whole coloring book on bar fighting, bar fighting yeah. that we're, we have plans to make. That's our own, I mean, we developed that martial art about yeah. bar fighting. So we, that, that was great. They did yeah. the research, magical staff, coloring book. I mean, I was in after that. So, we flew to Zag- Zagreb? Zagreb? I don't know. I don't know the, um, the capital of Croatia. Yeah. They they had already uh, pinpointed uh, a general area, yeah. like a, about a 10-mile radius of mm-hmm. where they thought that Krampus was um, in the mountains. And uh, so that's immediately where we headed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we Google Earthed it. Sure. Just, you know, be we're sure. Not, we're not crazy. No. And uh, we headed straight there. You and I have experience in surveying. Yep. And... We realized, we took, we surveyed all the children that were missing, and we realized they all came from the exact same town, mm-hmm. and these officials in this country didn't get that. Somehow it overlooked it. Right. So, we went up that mountainside. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about us tracking this 
the, the Krampus's lair? Yeah, we uh, found, it, it was like within the rocks. It wasn't exactly a cave, but you did go through these uh, chasms and uh, there were all of these um, wooden uh, structures made out of like branches mm -hmm. and tunnels, just branches woven together, almost like they grew that way. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Almost seemed uh, <clears throat> mythical. Very, very much so. A lot so. of weird humanoid structures hanging from the trees. Like, yeah. almost like ornaments. Yeah. That kind of scared me. Yeah, and there was uh, a smell, too, of decaying flesh. Yeah, which I'm used to. Yeah. But that you shouldn't you shouldn't have that in the mountainside. Yeah. And, so we uh, just kept going further. We did. I had my staff. You had, uh, I had the, the, Cutco the stick knives. knives. You, can't, you cannot break those. Yeah. And, and if you do, you're covered. Yeah. And you had you had the extended warranty. They already have a lifetime I have no, warranty. I have absolutely no problem taking those to the limit. Yeah. You don't need to sharpen them. No. The double D serrated edge on those things? Yeah. Patent pending? Have you seen the documentary on how they make the Cutco knives? No. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. We're going to watch it out after this. But <coughs> they put a lot of work. And the way they heat the steel and put it together it's it blows your mind I mean there's some copyrighted stuff they can't show but I got really interested in uh, our idea to mass produce knives for the general public so we track the Krampus down we get into this wooded lair it's enormous it's like an enormous um, like a center like in the middle of a mountain we go into this cave to an opening. There's a sunlight, if I could even call it that. There's like a, a hole in the mountain that brought the sun or the sun or moonlight in so you could actually see. And what we saw were thousands of little wicker baskets. What did you have to say about, I mean, what did you think was in the wicker baskets? <clears throat> because it was a little unsettling. I can tell you what I was hoping was in there. What were you hoping was in there? Yulikaka. Yeah. Not what oh I found. Yulikaka, just the thought of it makes me so hungry. But it was not Yulikaka. No. Children. It's all children. Pretty much all the children that were missing. Then out of nowhere, we like confirm, are you, you know, so-and-so from the, they're like, yeah, it's us, get us out of here. I mean, they're starving, they're, some of them were bloody, they were upset. And then out of nowhere, we hear this huge boom, like a ground tremor. The Krampus appeared, mm -hmm. jumped out behind us. Do you want to describe how tall the Krampus was and what he or she actually looked like? The Krampus was about seven feet tall, sure. not including the horns. Um, right. And it was, it did live up to its name yeah. and, and its reputation. It half was goat, half demon. And it was intense looking. It was. It was kind of, uh, I mean, it was dare I say, scary. Sure. If you are afraid of things. If you're not, if you're not looking for it. It would be terrifying. But since yeah. we were, it wasn't. We knew what to expect. Um, and uh, came out, had the, the, the goat type eyes too, you know, those like just kind of... Yeah, creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the goat horns, had it had sharp teeth. It didn't have regular goat teeth. It had these sharp teeth. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it just jumped in out of nowhere. It, it points at us. us. Yeah says, you're not welcome, does the whole goat neighing thing, mm -hmm. brings out a flail, 
starts mm-hmm. charging us. In, at that moment, I actually started laughing. Yeah, I was like, really? <clears throat> really you're going to fight us? You haven't heard of Dylan and Dutch? I was laughing because I was thinking of Goat Boy. Oh, that's the right. The Saturday Night Live oh, yeah. skit. Oh, yeah. The MTV host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was laughing because I thought, this is going to be a piece of cake. Yeah. The fight only lasted 36 hours. Yeah. Just a day and a half. Yeah. We took breaks. Mm-hmm. We had lunch. He had really good caviar. You would have never thought that caviar up in the mountains would even exist. Yeah. Eventually, though, we tired him out. Your magical staff. Do you want to tell the listeners what it actually does? It's pretty incredible. So, the staff, the staff, the, the, the legend about the staff is that it will, nobody knows what it does. No. That's the whole point. Other than it will do what you need it to do. When the time comes, when the time is right. Yeah. So I trusted that mm-hmm. about the staff. I pointed it at the Krampus as it was charging us again yeah. and uh, used all of my chi that I could muster at yeah. the time, you know, and uh, focused it into the staff. And boom, what appeared? A t shirt right in front of the goat. Yeah. The, the Krampus. And what did it do? It had to stop and started eating that shirt. Heck yeah, it did. It's started a goat. eating it. It's a goat. It's going to eat it. It's, it's going to eat trash. It it's going to eat anything. It'll eat anything. Um, and apparently this Krampus loves to eat t-shirts. It's kind of weird. Kind of random. But it made sense. You know what? I thought of two right at that moment. I was at a fair one time at a petting zoo. Oh. And a goat started eating my shirt. Perfect. And I was like, of course. Of course that's what yeah. it's going to... Yeah. Goats, goats love shirts. It truly was a magical staff. It was. I mean, who would have thought? Someone someone might have thought, oh, it's going to produce lightning or, like, throw knives or... No? It's the dumbest thing in the world. A t-shirt. Just what you need. Yeah. So it was occupied by the t-shirt, and then you... Yeah, I, ju- I was in midair when it was eating. Midair, two Cutco knives mm-hmm. coming right at this thing. I mean, I'm, I'm going in. I'm cutting meat off of this thing. Yeah. I mean, because it's easy to, even with bone. Cutco knives will just go straight through bone. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to the the thing you need to worry about is your own fingers. Yeah. So, about to do a killing blow, and you say, "Wait, wait, yeah. Dylan." I wanted to hear it out. Let's let's get its story. So we set the Krampus down. Mm-hmm. I made him chai tea. Yeah. Cause that was uh, I love chai tea. Yeah. What do you I, think? I I like it. I keeps me up though. It's good. Yeah. You kind of pause. I put I put a little bit of sugar in my chai, just a little. Yeah, that's fine. Normally I don't put sugar in my tea, but my chai I'll put okay. a little bit of sugar. Do you not like chai tea? It's okay if you don't. Usually I'll I'll have the bowl of sugar and I'll just pour the chai tea over it. I hate chai tea. Hmm. Why Why were we drinking chai tea? I don't know. I was trying to be culturally appropriate. It felt. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. It did feel like the right thing to do. I'm not gonna give him Earl Grey. Yeah. No, that would that would have been and English, messed up. English breakfast tea. That would have been a slight. Sounds stupid. Yeah. But uh, I just thought chai tea would would be the way to go. I mean, we're in Croatia. I should have used my staff. I don't know what they drink. You probably should have. Jeez. But I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. So we sit him mm-hmm. down. We find out it's a him. Mm-hmm. He tells us his life story. Yeah. What was his actual name again? Hendrik. Yep. Van Hofstadler. Who would have known he was Austrian? 
Yeah. So he tells us that he has a purpose, mm -hmm. albeit evil, but necessary. Mm -hmm. Evidently, the kids in this town were not behaving well. Yeah. They weren't listening to their parents. They were yelling at them. They weren't doing their chores. Mm -hmm. They had to be gotten rid of. And nowadays, with our technology and medical mm -hmm. and everything and CPS, you can't just get rid of a kid mm -mm. for being incorrigible. The law looks down on that. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, yeah. What's the, uh... What's the theory of evolution? The fittest? Survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. You can't, like, let the kids wander off over the edge <coughs> of a cliff and be like, well, no, that person's out of the gene pool. <coughs> so what do you do? You pray to the Krampus. So the Krampus this whole time really had been doing the job that the parents should have been doing. Right. And uh, we realized, you know, if it weren't for the Krampus, there would be a lot more messed up kids out there. Absolutely. Who had no idea about discipline or None. no idea about, you know, staying in line because you're afraid of what might happen. Sure. Um, yeah. So Really, was... he is those children. By law... <laughs> He is now those children's parents. Yeah. Or parent. Kids were begging us. We had a good laugh after. I was like, Krampus, you're a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, you know what? You guys are too. He said, wait a second. I got something for you. I was like, you don't have to give us a gift. We're just going to get out of here and you just do your thing. He brings us a message. It's in like this very old liniment paper. Mm. He opens it up. It kind of crackles a little bit. Yeah. It looks very ancient and old. Edges were burnt to show that it was old and had outlasted some ancient fires. Yeah. Dutch, it was a message from Yukon. Yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners what the message said? The message said, Hey guys, I already sent you two messages. Did you get those? And... Right please then read there. those. Yeah, please read them. Right then and there we realized, oh shoot, we still have not. <laughs> we read them, but we didn't really pay attention to them. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, fact, how many I times... think I lost that one. No, I have it somewhere. Oh, you Oh, yeah. good. It's in my I... Rolodex. Okay. Yeah. We really, we really should take a look at those. We probably will. Right, yeah. eventually. It kind of sounded like he needed us. I have a feeling that Yukon's will be coming back into our lives pretty darn soon. Um... So that was that message. We left the Krampus. Yeah. Kids wanted us to say, we're like, no, next time listen to your parents. Yeah, so the, 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 the we left them in the baskets. You know what I found out? No. Through my research, what happens to those kids? <clears throat> no. The Krampus somehow is related to Santa Claus hmm. in the North Pole. I don't know how, but eventually what the Krampus does is puts them through a re-education seminar that turns the kids, stunts their growth, and turns the kids into owls. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That's that messed up. I mean, it, I guess it is. But really cool all at the same time. Right. That's where the elves, that's where a lot of elves come from. Huh. They're re-educated in the education camps of the Krampus. And then <gasps> they're sent to the North Pole. Mind-blowing. Does that blow your mind? Yeah. But it answers like a thousand questions. A thousand and one. Yeah. So it's Christmas. It is. You and I got each other gifts, we of did. course. Um, I got, I'm thinking this is yours, because I got the same one for Daryl. 
Okay. Open it up. It's not like is last year I got. I'm you really guys, excited. Last year I got you guys matching Outback Down Under, Buck, Bowie knives. I was just oiling mine. You were, and I loved it. It's the yeah. greatest Bowie knife I've ever had. Sharp, sharper than a razor. Hefty, solid. Oh, it could cut a tree down. I yeah. mean, it, it's the greatest knife. If you want to go camping, if you want to kill something, um, like me and Dutch, we get hired all the time to kill animals and people like all that stuff and like we're really good hitmen we will always bring our down under uh, always never without it Bowie knives. they're the best yeah this year uh, i had a i put a roof on my house cost 20 something thousand dollars <laughs> so i'm kind of scaling christmas back a little bit but i got some things some things on my sleeves this gift is a little bit different this is a gift for all of us actually you know and, i'm not gonna lie i have a suspicion about what type of gift it is. I'm guessing it's a book. It might be. It, oh. it, it does say Books Incorporated. Yeah. Oh, on the I know. Uh, Books Incorporated is great. It's like right by my office. I am really excited. Yeah. Regardless. Ooh, look at that already. Yeah. Wow. Hang on a second. Let me see if that's... That's uh, pretty gorgeous already. Wow, that is impressive. And you impressive. know what? You open up Daryl's. Hang on. Uh... <laughs> It's alright. Do you want me to try to rewrap it? Or? No. <clears throat> no. No. Open up that. Because we had matching ones. Yeah, okay. Whoa! Yeah. I like this one even better. Yeah. Oh, I actually do like this yeah. one even better. Isn't that nice? Check Beautiful that out. cover. Read the inscription. You can read it out loud if you want. I, I will. Oh, it's a journal? Oh. Just... Zen and the art of treasure hunting. <laughs> I might cry. That's okay. Dearest, I will, I'm going to. Dearest Dutch, I think it's time we write our book. This isn't for us, but for mankind. What would the world be without us? We need to tell everyone about our travels, our near-death experiences, and our love of treasure hunting. I love you, Dutch. Love, Dylan. Now I have, I have a matching <laughs> journal. Oh. And uh, I have a strong feeling that by this time next year, we are going to be searching for publishers to publish <laughs> our book. It doesn't have to be called Zen and the Art of Treasure Hunting, but it's going to be something. Oh, you know, I do have man. that idea about that book series <clears throat> about young Dylan and Dutch taking on Nazis and... Uh, Finding the Fountain of Youth. And you know what? So, that's... It's just, it's a... It's it's meaningful is what it yeah. is. Basically, it is a it is a book. It's our book. And it's about to be written. This is cool. Yeah. This is really cool. I like this a lot. This I, is, I really uh, like the binding. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me, let, let me open up this thing. The first part of your gift was, I'm giving you back your GoPro. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's that's part one. <clears throat> it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think I have another one here, too. Or no, maybe it's home. I don't know. I remember I thought I, I mine was missing. Yeah. And then I found it. You did. I, now I own two. Well, that's... Yeah, so you're going to wear one on this trip in The January. whole time. Yeah. On our You hike. know what? Can I use your uh, bowie knife? You know, I would love it if you use... Oh, my gosh, I love this knife. My knife. Solid. I mean, I really love this knife. 
Here, it's just like butter. Oh, wow. Doesn't even, I don't want to cut the, look at that. Oh, oh yeah. Look at it cut like that. It's amazing. You might even think it was, you know, made from a meteorite, but it's not. No, but you obviously sharpened it. <coughs> oh, oh, Dutch. Look at that. Oh, my God. You've already seen it on my tool bench. I didn't realize that. Oh, my God, I love this. We were going to have so much fun with this. Uh, oh, my gosh. Ammo. It's a classic wrist rocket. Uh, apparently, it's the Chinese brand. Oh, you know it's good then. Um, I didn't realize that when I bought it. That's okay. We're going to have so much fun with this. Yeah. And I got you an extra strap for it. Extra. Brilliant. You know, because This is who the knows gift what will happen. Keep on giving. But yeah, I figured that'd be fun to take on our next trip. Well, we have pigeons in the attic, so I'm probably going to kill a bunch. You know what? Can we do our handshake? Oh, on heck the air? yeah. yeah. Okay. On the air. Right. Ready? Five, One, two, two. Oh, that was, that good. was a good song. one, too. Seriously. You know what? I think this night needs... I think we need to end in a song. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> I got... You're going to bring just, something up. Just Do we one. have the lyrics? Do we, and is it has it buffered? I hope so. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. From Dylan and Dutch. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. Simon, it hasn't done yet. Oh, holy night, all is calm, all is bright round yon virgin mother and child. Holy. So tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace Silent night Holy Son of God, love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face, with the dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus, Lord. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. <clears throat> Verse 3. Silent, Silent night. Holy. Holy night. <laughs> <Birds> quake. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah!
Christ, the Savior is born. Christ, the Savior is born. Verse 4. Good night, sweet prince. Merry Christmas. That was... Oh, it's still going. <laughs> How do you want to end it? Should we do one more song? Do an upbeat song? Find an upbeat Christmas song. We're going to end it on that. Uh, upbeat Christmas song? Yeah. Here Comes Santa Claus? Oh, that's a great one. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, that's pretty good. Just like we did at the choir... Oh. Uh, the the all Christian boys choir um at uh okay here here comes Santa Claus here comes Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane fixing and blitzing and all this reindeer pulling on their reins bells are ringing children singing. All is merry and bright. So jump in bed, cover your head, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Not the Krampus. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Do what your parents say. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Listen to this podcast. Hear those sleigh bells jingle, jingle, jingle. What a beautiful sight. You'll be put in a wicker basket. Hang your stockings and say your prayers. Cause Santa Claus come tonight. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. He doesn't care if you're rich or poor. He loves you just the same. Santa knows that we're God's children. That makes everything right. So does this Krampus. Fill your hearts with Christmas cheer. Cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Unless you're tied into a wicker basket. Santa Claus. Come Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He'll come around with toys and joys. It's Christmas time again. Peace on earth will come to all if we just follow the light. Stay away from the light, Carol Ann. Give thanks to the Lord above. Cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Ho, ho! Santa Claus come, comes tonight.